second episode for the week. It's going to be a short one. Should probably really put a timer on for about 15 minutes. So maybe like a short 10 to 15 minute episode. What I want to talk about is something that not too many people cover, talk about, maybe have the guts to, but it's judging successful people because it's what you don't see behind the scenes that that person has gone through to achieve whatever level of, of success that they've hit. And what I find that is one of the most annoying things is it must be nice. And initially I want to respond and say, oh yeah, it's very nice, but that's not the way I, I choose to handle things anymore. But it's a slap in the face. No, it's a slap in the face because yeah, granted right now is nice, but before it really wasn't. <laughs> it definitely wasn't nice. My dad was here recently and we talked about his journey from, you know, Chicago to NYC to now owning multiple homes, multiple real estate properties, multiple investment properties. And his words were, it's the sacrifice that paid off. And even in the case of trading as well, it's the sacrifice that really paid off. It's not necessarily the work, but anyone can do the work, but there are parts and times that you have to give up something you want to do really, really bad. You're going to let people down. You're going to let your inner circle down, but you're pushing for something bigger. And in some cases, it could be bigger than you because if these people stay loyal to you, it's going to directly affect them. We can draw an example to LeBron James, LeBron and his crew, LeBron has made those guys multi, 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 multi-millionaires. Look at what uh, Rich Paul has done. He's become the best agent in the NBA because of, I'm not saying because of LeBron, but because of the circle of influence. But you can't judge a book by its cover because in order for this man to get clients, he had to prove himself. Oh, camera shaky. He had to prove himself. It wasn't like it's like, yo, I'm LeBron's agent. Come rock with me. Uh, not the case. This guy had to prove it by how much money he could get his clients. How good of a, not even how much money, but how good of a contract he could get his people. And that's what it's about. It's easy to say, oh, he's only successful because he's riding bronze coattails. Not exactly. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work like that. And I can say, oh, Chris Laurie as my mentor, I'm only successful because I'm a student of Chris. Pretty sure there are hundreds of students of Chris's that aren't successful. But I made my own personal sacrifices. I made my own decisions to get to a point to, to where I want to get. And I'm still not at the point I want to get. So some sacrifices are still to be made, but they're nowhere near as big as they were in the beginning of the journey kind of how it works out right you got to build your snowball effect if you ever built the snowball you know how it goes you start with a little piece of snow and then it's snow you you roll it up you roll it up you gain momentum and now that you have it you have a snowball you can eventually make a snowman that's what i'm after it's not the short-term gratification it's the long-term it's the long game but it's easy to see someone with a nice car nice house uh, jewelry, whatever it is that you desire and say, oh, must be nice. Or this person was born into money. And sometimes that's true. But 
And I found that 90 to 95% of the times, it's not the case. It's usually the effect of someone who put in the work and put in the sacrifices to make said dream happen. So put yourself in that person's shoes before you judge them. And let me wrong, there are going to be people who make the sacrifices, but don't make it. And I think there's a reason. If you, you know, we can get a little deep here. If you start thinking about the hermetic principles, the law of cause and effect, it's real. There's no accidents. It's always cause and effect. So to achieve your desired outcome, you have to be willing to put the desired income into it. It's cause and effect. I've only made it to full-time trading and profitable trading because not only did I put in the work, make the sacrifices, but I made the adjustments. Okay, let's look at Kobe Bryant, for example. And again, I piggyback off athletes in basketball because that's what I do. Well, not anymore because the knees are 40. But his rookie season, no one on the team wanted to shoot the game-winning shots in Utah. I remember this because I was a big Kobe fan. He won the dunk contest and all that good stuff. This 19-year-old kid chucked up three air balls to win and tie the game for the Lakers. Three. Now, I got a choice to make. You can stay the same. You can get bigger. You can get stronger. Or you can figure out why the shots didn't go in and correct it next time. That's what he chose to do. It's not just hard work. It's hard work and adjustments. And that's what gets left out. Now, I'm going to bash influencers again because it's kind of fun. They're not telling you that part. Most influencers are telling you, oh, I work so hard. I do this. And that's probably true, right? Most trading influencers, same thing. The one, I think the one genuine trader that wasn't on what that was on IG that is no longer anymore is DR the gold digger because you can tell from her story, her captions, the pictures, uh, the Instagram stories that she made the series of adjustments to get to where she got and it inspired people and people learned from her. Some people even went to her school of training, but again, not everyone's going to get the errors outcome because they're looking to copy and paste what the did when you have to make the adjustments and do what it is that you do right and i think that's a missing element of success but to piggyback off of or to circle back to what i was saying about the you can tell she had been through a whole bunch of stuff you can just tell you can tell in the post because there's a deep gratitude of where she's currently at in her life that she was showing. And you can't look at her and say, oh, it must be nice. I want to make it as a trader too. Well, ask her her full story. I don't know her full story. I can tell you it's probably a, a roller coaster ride and then finding consistency when she made the changes, right? So that I think that was the last real uh, person trading tangibly that we had on social media. But again, it's always the things you don't see that produce the result that you do see, right? Like we can talk music. 
let's say, I don't know, let's take, who's a decent artist? Let's take Usher. One thing that doesn't get talked about in Usher is he was a child star, but he went through puberty and lost his voice. Didn't know if his singing career would, would resume. So he can piggyback off of his name. Oh, I'm Usher. My first record did this. My first single did that and blah, blah, blah. And it's very evident from Usher's very first album. I think it was simply titled, titled Usher. Um, and then his second album, My Way, you can tell he still had that raspiness in his voice. And you get to his third album, 8701. He made an adjustment. He found his voice. He found his falsetto and he found his low range voice. That doesn't come without work that doesn't come without effort and then now you look at the guys doing residencies in vegas that pay hundreds of thousands of dollars a night and again the aspiring singer was probably going to say oh must be nice but what did you go through it's another singer who i really admire his name is devin culture uh dude has a beautiful singing voice and he can hold a note like no other but i've seen videos of devin training this guy is literally running and holding falsetto how many people that sing, you know how tough that is. But they're just saying, oh, he's naturally gifted. He's this, he's that. Maybe so. But are you doing the work that Devin Culture is doing? Highly doubt it. Highly, highly doubt it. But again, you say, oh, it must be nice. You're working with Troy Taylor. He produces this. Troy Taylor puts his people through through, through it. And um, I think his Instagram is Troy Taylor Music. I could be wrong. But if you follow him on Instagram, you'll literally see he puts his artists through the ringer. He makes them make adjustments to go from good to great, from great to legendary. And we're talking, this is a guy who's wrote for Boys and Men. And again, if you, you guys in the States will understand who uh, the, these groups are talking about, Boys to Men, Whitney Houston, he's he's wrote for all those, all those people. And he made an adjustment. He was a singer. However, he made the adjustment to go into producing and songwriting. And he probably had has more success behind the scenes than he would have had as an artist. But producers can look at him and say, oh, it must be nice because he's, you don't know what he went through to get to what he went through, right? This guy has a, an in-depth understanding of composing music. And if you don't have that, how can, I don't, know, I don't want to say if you don't have that, but if you haven't gone through what he's gone through, how can you comment on anything this man has accomplished, don't show the jealousy, right? So we can equate this to fitness and we'll talk non-steroid people. <laughs> people who who have achieved the level of, of fitness in a, in, a, in a body, don't look at that person and say, it must be nice. That person sat, uh, delays satisfaction, right? They tighten on their diet, probably really tight on sugar. They don't consume those things. I like donuts, so I don't have abs, <laughs> right? But again, it's not a sacrifice I'm willing to make. But still, we got to get out of the habit of critiquing people who are perceived to do perceived doing better than us. Uh, it 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 doesn't push the narrative for, further. It doesn't grow the consciousness. It just keeps it in the same steady state. Instead, look at your own situation. What can you improve on? What can you do to elevate you? And you're going to be faced with a choice of how bad do I really want it? 
or do I want short-term satisfaction? You gotta be able to give up short-term satisfaction in order to let your light shine. It's, it's just one of those things. It is what it is. You can even look at Buddhist monks. They delay or they completely forego satisfaction for enlightenment, which I'm not willing to do. I'm willing to go after inner peace, but I'm not willing to go to Buddhist monk level, right? Because I'm not willing to give up the things that I enjoy, right? I'm not going to go live in a monastery and give up the life of my wife and kids. Hell no. But to each his and her own. Because some people send their kids there. And when the child's old enough, they make the choice. I don't want to do this anymore. So you can't comment on where someone's at in their journey with malice because it says more about you than it does the person that achieved anything. And chances are that person that's achieved something is willing to help you and give you advice to push you further. However, if you're not open to listen and you're in your feelings due to jealousy and you want what they have, then you're not open to receiving that message. So that's all I got for this. I just want to make it a short one. And let me know if you guys want me to do one 30 minute and then one 15 minute episode per week. I'm totally down to do so. All right, guys, I'll check you later. Thanks for listening.